Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Costello and Leo Farberg over there. We are turning the tables. Hi, Leo. How are you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Um, what are we going to talk about today? I'm not connected today. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I've left my brain somewhere else. I'll, I'll go looking for it later. We don't need it right now. Yeah, maybe just a change of the season. Change yeah, of the absolutely. season. Yeah. So what we're talking about today, if we let it, what on earth is that, if we let it? If you listen to British English people, just talking generally, just and, and just listen, you will hear the phrase, if we let it. So, for example, um, let's say I'm having some negative thoughts. about It doesn't matter what about, some negative thoughts. And those negative thoughts are going to affect me if I let them. Let's say I'm having some positive thoughts. Well, I could say that I'm, they're going to affect me too if I let them. So it it's implies that I've got control over these positive and negative thoughts. And maybe to a certain point, normally, most of us do have control over our thinking and, and what we let our thinking create, because thinking creates stuff. It creates actions. But if we let it, can also be damaging as well. It's, it can also mean that we're giving up our power, our personal power, our agency. So if I'm having these negative, challenging thoughts, if I let them, they're going to take over. But it's more than that, isn't it? It's not just about what I think and what I let, what I allow. There's much more to it than that. Um, my experience on a particular subject might mean that in the past I had some challenges subconsciously they're lodged in there and I'm not aware of them but those challenges are coming back so my idea of if I let it isn't going to work because something else is at play so it starts to get complicated so where can we go with this how, how can how can we know whether our subconscious is at work is one of the questions that, spr that just sprung to mind this this moment as I said, our subconscious is incredibly powerful. And it works in the background. It's a little bit like a computer, isn't it? We have this random access memory thing going on in our computers. We don't see what it does ever. But it keeps the laptop working or the desktop, whatever you're working on. You know, and we've got this random access memory up here as well. But, and we don't always access it. We're not always conscious that it's there. So how can we manage it? How can we let it? Because if we let it, we have no control and we're going to go shooting off down the wrong alley. What do you think, Leo? I've, I think uh, it's complicated. I, uh, it's a big one. It's really complicated, especially now when so many popular psychologies out there to, to tell you, Oh, just don't let it. Whatever you choose, you decide. And it's very, it's a nice idea to empower oneself to to think. Yes, I decide. But I is a very complicated thing, right? And subconscious mind never ceases to work. It works whether you uh, realize it. It works or not. Whether you are sleeping or you are unconscious or in the coma or you're working, whatever. Subconscious mind is. Uh, uh, basically, it's the most part of the brain that works. We really uh, 
I believe we lie to ourselves when we think that we are in control and we think and we are conscious beings, blah, blah. But it's just a very tiny part of the brain that is uh, somehow connected to the consciousness. And uh, when we know what we are doing and know what's going on around us or what we are planning, it's a very small part of the brain. And we just don't realize that the rest of the work is being done by the most part of it. Uh, sometimes you can see in popular uh, texts or the, the idea that we don't use our brains enough, that we use just three or five or 10% of it. But it's not true. Uh, the brain is always working. And yes, there are some parts that are kind of silent or maybe the signal doesn't go through. It's just neurology of the whole thing and yes sometimes uh it doesn't work the whole thing doesn't work but nevertheless it's probably the most intricate and powerful thing in 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 the universe at least at least on our planet <laughs> and uh, we have to just to have to take into consideration that most of our how the way we operate both on physical and mental levels these are programming uh, this is programming deep down inside our skull so when we say that we don't let negative emotions to take over or and again again it's a nice idea to empower oneself and think yeah i can control it but it prob probably it's not true and I would probably, when a client comes to me uh, and uh, shares that he's got negative thoughts and they the thoughts make his life bad uh, and that probably the person tries to uh, press them down and not let them take over, uh, what I would probably do and i usually do it's no 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 we have to to talk about them we, we have to take them to the surface because negative emotion emotions are basically our uh signals it, it's it's even not a symptom it's a signal they're trying to tell us something that our system of of signals and so negative emotions and negative thoughts negative thoughts are a sign of negative emotions negative emotions are signals so definitely I would ask a client to share and ask many questions <laughs> and try to go deeper and uh, probably back into the history of this person and try to track them down to where they started and what they're trying to tell us. Because so I think negative emotions are just emotions and they are very important. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a thought. So if we, and, and I'm thinking about if we let it, and what was coming up as well in the last few minutes, Leo, was this thing about can and can't. I can do this, I can't do that. And that often is based on subconscious memory, emotion, all kinds of things. And we don't always remember them. We're not always aware. That's where you and I come in and we can use something, for example, like, cognitive behavioral therapy and get people to go back along their timeline and 
and pick out where these challenges arise and then we can help them to manage them. But there's another side to it as well, which is quite interesting. That's why I picked up the pencil. So mm -hmm. normally I'm right-handed. So if I pick up a pencil in my right hand, I can scribble away and anybody can read it. My writing is okay. It's reasonable. I was going to say it's nice, but it's probably not. Uh, so, so anybody can read my, my writing if I use my right hand. If I switch to my left hand, first of all, the pencil feels weird. It just doesn't feel right in that hand. It really doesn't. It, it's hard to describe. It just doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. If I try and write, it's fun. It's pretty much illegible. It's hard to follow. Therefore, why bother? I'll just switch back to the to the right hand. So I can't write with my left hand. That is my belief. I will, I was always told in school as well that you had to be right-handed. I have a sister who's two years younger than me. She's left-handed. And she was told at school that she wrote with the wrong hand. And she needed to try and write with her right hand because the, the left hand was the wrong hand and you shouldn't be writing with it. So we begin to form all kinds of crazy beliefs based on all this information. Going back to me with my right hand pencil and my left hand pencil, if I so desired, I believe I could teach myself to be proficient with my left hand and to make my handwriting with my left hand legible. I can do that because training my brain to form a positive habit about it will help. But if I don't bother training the brain, it's never going to help. So in other words, we can create new habits. We can do that by teaching ourselves, by developing new systems. Okay, the, the idea of the pencil in the right hand or the left hand is just kind of a crazy example. But it's something that use that is useful because it shows us that we can actually get our brain to think in a different way. Because after all, right-handed writing and left-handed writing involves the brain working in a different manner to the way that we're accustomed. So if we can train the brain to do that, surely we can wake up the subconscious and train it to do anything. Is that not right? What do you think? Uh, I don't think it's 100% true because you cannot make a left-handed person right-handed because it's uh, some special feature in the brain that it's it's feature and not a bug. <laughs> it's something <laughs> fundamental and you cannot, uh, you can't teach someone to use the, uh, the other hand better because uh, I used to go to school where left-handed uh, pupils were uh, taught they were not told that oh it's bad that you're using the uh, the left hand they were just weren't uh, let to to use it my classmate was taught to write and uh, and now as i work i see that very many people left-handed people have a kind of trauma connected to this practice uh, because they were uh, punished and they were made yeah. to do it and feel shame about it and some of them were beaten some of them say their hand was just tied tied to their backs what i've heard so many stories there that are terrible but and but what for example it was uh, 
a necessary thing to do. And so you have to learn something that it is not uh, special to you for like, let's use this left hand idea. So, but yes, you can learn so many things. Uh, you can train, train your brain, uh, but if it's a very substantial feature, you will have to control it. Uh, you, you have to use more energy, more attention to control it. Uh, and yes, there are some people, uh, many people basically, uh, who are stuck in some is in negative thinking or have some trauma, have some uh, hard hardships in their lives, and have some mental issues that probably are not curable, but in many cases are more controllable than than the science used to think. Uh, so it there should be some uh, middle way probably some point where some things should be let down yes for example I am I, I am a negative thinker I may not seem uh, the one <laughs> but uh, uh, very often I'm uh, quite an irritable mood and and I know that it takes a lot of effort to to work with it because on one hand, I really have to suppress it and not to be angry all the time or irritated or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, if I start suppressing it too much, then I will feel bad. It will, uh, it will try to squeeze in any other little holes <laughs> and either trying to hurt me or uh, unexpectedly hurt somebody else so that makes it very special to every person that how much of bad thinking is or is is enough or negative thinking mm -hmm. that's why you don't the, the only thing i can tell here is that you probably should not fight the negative thinking or again try not to notice it because this uh not to notice it 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 makes you it, it doesn't make it go away it it just turns your attention to a different spot and sometimes these these emotions uh just spring out and and hijack you if you don't deal with them, if you don't care for them. There mm. is this uh, parable, probably everybody knows about this, those, you have a black wolf and a white wolf inside of you and uh, they are they always fight with each other and so who wins? Uh, the one you feed. But I disagree with this parable. I believe that if there is a part of you that probably you don't like or maybe scornful hurtful angry whatever this black wolf it's your part anyway feed it take care of it and it wouldn't be that angry and probably it would be easier to keep peace inside of you when you care about both uh, probably that that's the right way to see the parable <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's a that's a great a great example. I was just talking. I was just thinking about uh, in positive psychology, talking about looking after our positive thinking. What we need to have are a lot of what some people, some academics refer to as tiny engines of positivity. And what they mean by these tiny engines of positivity is, uh, I love to watch sunrises, for example. That's positive, so that's a tiny engine. But I need to watch sunrises frequently, otherwise I don't get the benefit of that tiny engine of positivity. Um, I like to smile at people, and I like to see them smile back. Well, if I never smile at somebody, I'm never going to get a smile back. So there's no, you've got to feed that engine. Positive thinking. If I only think positively when something great happens, then I'm not going to be spending a lot of time thinking positively because life is life and great things don't happen every five minutes. You know, they may come along every now and again. So we've got to feed all of this positivity. If we don't, and if we're feeding the positivity, what's happening to the negativity? It's not being fed like you said. It's being drowned by all the positivity. Is that the right way to go? I don't think so. I'm agreeing with you, Leo. Because if we don't look after the negativity, it's going to keep coming back. And it's going to keep getting angry and it's going to keep growling at us. Yeah, you, know. the, you you said about the sunsets, and I th and I just thought if 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 we proceed with this parable with the like darker side of us, is that uh, we, when we think about negativity or negative thoughts or some bad uh, experience, we tr we want it to get away. It's like as if we had those two like let's say wolves, and there is a sunset. What people usually do, they say to the black wolf, "Go away." I don't want you to sit here and watch my sunrise or sunset or flowers yeah. around. But the truth is you really have to engage uh, the, the the black one and said, okay, come on, let's sit with me and let's sit with us, me and my black wolf. And you too, just come and sit and see the rainbow, see the sun, see whatever. Yeah, and of course, uh, this part of this negative part you will will grumble and say this is all bullshit i don't want to see it just you are stupid uh, but if we we are patient enough i said that's okay just do your thing be be the way you are just sit with us be with us <laughs> be here <laughs> because it's no use to be fighting inside of you with your own part yeah. I think the, Many, the, uh, go on. the fighting inside as well, what comes to mind is uh, something that I say frequently to my clients. What does it feel like when you've been fighting the black wolf, for example? What does it feel like? Well, the first thing that comes to my mind, if I ask myself that question, is really hard work, tiring. Yeah. I don't want to fight all the time because if I fight that, what happens to all the other things in my life? They get less attention. They don't get the attention they need or deserve. And so it becomes one of those vicious circles. And down we go. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I interrupted, but that was... Uh, just just uh, the, the, the truth is, yes, that uh, you do lose so much effort, so much energy on fighting within you. And... Uh, uh, you know, whoever wins, the other 
loses and it's you as well. Someone should lose anyway if you fight, but if you try to engage, try to take care of the hurt part of 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 the difficult one, uh, it uh, sooner or later. Now it probably would never turn white, but it will get you know calmer and stable because. Uh, this part knows that you care. This part, uh, part, everybody likes to be loved. There is a saying in my language that uh, even cats like kind words. <laughs> yeah, they definitely and, do. We've got a couple of cats. Yeah. And if you don't give them kind words, they let you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> So uh, it's an, we, an we art of engaging. That. Sorry, say that again. That's it's an an art of engaging, of yeah. getting together and not beating yourself up. Yeah. So, what can people do? They can book an appointment with Leo, or they can book an appointment with me, or they can even get an, an appointment with both of us if that's appropriate. Sometimes it is. So mm -hmm. that's one thing that can be done. Another thing that we can do, and we can do this without having to spend any money. Now, perhaps I shouldn't be saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. So what can we do? We can ask ourselves questions. So when you get those negative, challenging, difficult thoughts going on up here, just pause for a moment. Just pause. Let the thought be. Don't try and push it out. Just pause, breathe, relax for a minute. And then say to the thoughts, okay, what's, what's this all about? What's in it for me? Because there may well be some learning point in there. So what's in it for me? So we ask that question. And just be aware of what comes to mind when you ask that question. Don't challenge it. Don't judge it. Don't go to war with it. We've just talked about what that does to us. So just let the answers flow. Because the negative side of us still has something good to say. And I think one of the things is that if you look at social media, for example, the number of things that we see about how positive thinking is really great for us and negative thinking should be pushed out are too many. We're seeing too much. So we need to let it be. That's what uh, we started this episode with. If we let it, if we let it, we can learn. If we let it, we can grow and we can move on. If we let it, Good things can happen, even from the dark side. We've all got that dark side, so let it, let's allow it in. Let's ask it questions. What are you trying to tell me? What's this all about? Now, as a psychologist, I ask those questions and I make them a little bit tricky sometimes to try and get people to come to terms with what's going on here. This is what it's about. Once they know what this is going on there, it's easier to manage. The only thing I want to add is that sometimes well, I know why people and why I'm probably I myself uh, try to avoid those uh, questions and getting into a, a discussion with the, the dark side or negative thinking is that unfortunately very often it's a sign of something bigger buried deep down and uh, most of us just don't want to deal with it. Uh, they 
the size of it or maybe the depth of it and and it's like i don't want to uh, let uh, the negative thoughts show up or take over me because uh, i sense that there's too much uh, and uh, the truth is it it won't go away anyway we can run from it and hide from it and try like uh, make an air that there's nothing there and just we don't care but the truth is that too many of us bear something deep inside and it's big and uh, that means uh you have to you will when you turn towards it you'll have to deal with it and that will take time, effort, probably money if you go into counseling or into therapy. But I guess it it it, it it's worth it. It just at, at one time you have to really decide that you are tired of bearing it somewhere deep inside, and you want to deal with it. So probably this is, and and it doesn't mean your life will get easy <laughs> probably not mm. but because if when you, i have a client who sometimes uh uses curse words towards me and says that it's all my fault that at some point she came to counseling and so much opened <laughs> and she has to deal with it now <laughs> and she and she has to learn how to talk to her kids differently how to take care of herself, but she could just live as as her mother and grandmother and everybody in her family had lived their lives before. And so it's all my fault that she's trying to live a different life now. Yeah. But on the other hand, probably everyone comes here to to change, to turn tables within the family within one person yeah we it and it's it's you basically i think that's a, a good thought and i've had people blame me before as well and it's uh, it's okay keep blaming i don't mind yeah. fine yeah. um i think uh from me a final point about you know this uh, if we let it if we let the dark side in Yes, it might hurt. Yes, it might challenge us. Yes, it might give us the 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 feeling that we need to run, we need to fly. We might feel all those things. But we need to realize that the dark side has a reason for existing. It's not random. There's a good reason or reasons, and we need to discover what they are. As I said earlier, Leo and I can help with that. Absolutely, we can. And, but you can begin to help yourself by asking a few questions. What is it that's going on here? Why is this? Where did this come from? And be open. Don't challenge it. Don't go to war with it. Just be open and allow the thoughts to flow. Did that sound right? I also, my, what, yeah. my flow word came out all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I also can say that when you try to suppress one emotion or just a group of emotion, the truth is that your brain suppresses all of them. And as soon as you let uh, the bad ones in, uh, but not as enemies, but as as, a, as friends, as parts of you, uh, life really starts uh, 
feeling it, it's a different feeling it's so much liveliness there when you let all of it in even the pain yeah uh, it it changes a lot in your life and i see it with my within myself and within my clients because if you if love wins then bad things don't go away but they are just felt differently and it's a much richer uh, spectrum of sensations. Yeah, brilliant. So, and interestingly, I've not mentioned this yet, but somewhere on my on my sweater, it's not joined together because it's not fastened, but it's uh -huh. wool. <laughs> and yeah, talking this. about the dark side, there is a Hulk on my on my T-shirt, <laughs> which is also <laughs> so we're we're dressed for the occasion. Yes. Interesting. Okay, right. Please, everybody, remember: if you've got a question, leave a question. If yes. you leave a question, you will absolutely get an answer. You can visit us, well, you're listening now or watching on this uh, particular podcast platform. You can leave questions here, but you can also jump over to our Facebook page, which you'll find if you search for me, it's quicker to search for me, Steve Costello, lowercase, just one word. It'll take you to my business page and from there you'll see links. Um, so it's dead easy to work out. Leave us questions. We will get back to you. Absolutely, we, we will. And we love to answer questions. Okie dokie. That's it from me. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Leo, yeah, thanks. take care. I'm we'll very glad. That, yeah. See you later.